Today on Six Pack Cinema, we will be talking about Fleabag, the show from Amazon and BBC Three about a woman in London trying to cope with tragedy and breaking the fourth wall nonstop. Dude, you should review a movie. Oh my god, yes. Okay, I've okay. had a couple, so. Movie review. What's up and welcome to Six Pack Cinema. On today's episode, we will be reviewing the show Fleabag, which is a short comedy series that is available in the U.S. on Amazon and uh, it airs on BBC Three, I believe, in Britain. It's written, created, and starred by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who I like. I think she does a good job. All right, my name is Jimmy. I'm with Dave and... John, as always, the way things work here is we're going to give our gut reaction to this this piece of cinema, and then we're going to talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and we're going to give our rating two-prong scale. One is entertainment, one is critical, and that's about it. Thank you for joining us and listening. Let's, uh, let's get right into this. John, you were the latest, I think, like last week. Dave and I... This week. Earlier this week, Dave and I told you that we were watching it i had watched season one way back when it first came out dave binged him last week because he saw his girlfriend watching it and said i want to watch this and you watched it because we told you that you'd like it so did you like it i did like it i loved it holy shit was it good it was my initial reaction was like how could something be so enjoyable yet so fucking heavy like i was happy watching it but also like Super kind of sad for this person. Yeah. They walked a hell of a line, and they, they crushed it. It's a good line. Dave? I also liked it, and just building off of what Sheehan was saying there is, yeah, I think, like, there was – it was really upbeat for a lot of it, but that's what made, like, the heavy moments hit harder because, you like, you saw the upbeatness leading up to it. Yeah. This is my – style of show like this is what i like there was another netflix show with will arnett do you guys remember what that was called oh when he was the faking like flake flake flaked which i thought is similar tone to this actually like really similar tone to this and i loved that as well like a comedy that has so many layers and there's like actually a comedy based did that get canceled i love that show and i just yeah i don't don't know it had two seasons i really liked it but yeah this like recipe for a show is so good because it's lighthearted and like uh, really funny, like genuinely like uniquely mm. funny in its own way, and then it just fucking punches you in the gut every now and then. You're like, oh my so god, so hard. Yeah, really hard. So we are kind of covering two seasons. We, uh, let's talk about the first season, which you guys might have to remind me a little bit, but I remember in the first season. The moment you find out, and spoilers, obviously, the moment you find out um, that her best friend died and the reasons why, like, they slow played that throughout the season. And that was But the I think, like, punch. about halfway through, you could tell, like, what it was. You could oh, get I don't some, think so. You could get some guesses that she felt she created the reason well, she, why. She said in either the first or second episode that, like, her friend died because somebody, like, 
her boyfriend had cheated on her and like she was like jump it was an accident in traffic and then from like the halfway point of the season there would be flashes of like a belt being undone and i was like oh well clearly she's like dealing with grief for causing it there's only two flashes like that yeah the first time was it when they're in that the little retreat camp the silent retreat and I guess you could have made the jump, but me, I was like, oh, cool, she's just thinking about sucking a guy's dick. That seems on par for her. The, sec- the, the second time it happened was in their dinner with the parents, uh, episode five, and I was like, Oof, oh, That was the fuck. heavy one, because that's the one that ends with her, like, trying to, like, her sister taking her husband's side, and she and she's like, why can't you trust me? And she's like, because no, of was... what you did. No, that was episode, that was the second one. Oh. Yeah. That, that was the next one, but yeah, but, um. Well, it was just, they were just sitting at the table, then all of a sudden that, that, that same image flashes up, and I was like, holy shit, she killed her, her friend. Yeah. And well, I guess it was supposed to be like a bigger... Her, but... No, of course she didn't, but she had a, she had a hand in it, and it was... It was like, it was inadvertent, but she caused her death. You obviously, if you're best friends with somebody, and you, you sleep with the person that they love, you're going to feel shitty about it. And if they kill themselves accidentally, you're going to feel feel shitty about that. Uh-huh. If they kill themselves accidentally because of something you did to them, you're going to feel awful. So that's a terrible life sentence she, she has to carry out now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first scene's great. So break it down a little bit. There's a lot of characters in this show. I usually don't like shows with really annoying characters. Like Arrested Development is really funny, but I could never binge it because I just there wasn't a single character I I liked. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. this show kind of is the same way. Besides the main really? character, you never know her name. Like the dad did a good job of being acting, but like listening to him try and talk like frustrated the hell out of me. The sister <laughs> sucks. Uh, the husband of the sister, he's funny. That actor's funny, but like his character sucks. He's an ass. In yeah. the first season, what? like I was just like kind of rooting for her and some other. I, people. I also like the I, um. It didn't the evil stepmom. It was uh, Olivia Coleman. She just won the best actress act. Uh, yeah, she's fucking terrible. Like, I really hated her, which is good that you're <laughs> but supposed like, to. Yeah, you're supposed to. I yeah. loved how much I hated her. And I remember in the first Great season job. loving the heart to heart she has with her dad towards the end when they're out by the car smoking cigarettes together. Oh, yes. I forget exactly what they talk about because it was a while ago, but I remember like, OK, I like the dad now. And that came back this second season, too, with like yeah, the same moment in, in the attic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The yeah. the attic and also when they spilled the food on the floor. Yep, that was nice. Little hints that say that he, yeah, yeah, he's uncomfortable there because he doesn't know how to handle her, but he does love deeply her. love her and he cares about her. And it came out there. Yeah. I think my my um, favorite heart to heart of the whole series is it's a weird one. It's when they're at the um uh the the retreat, the silent retreat, and she's sitting there silent next to the guy who the the banker or something. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Just the conversation of him pouring it, pouring his heart out to this girl who's just straight up just not speaking to him, I, and she's yeah. but but the way she acts and re, like responds to him with just her eyes and her, her face and her eyes, she could do wonders with those things. It's amazing. She acted her heart out without saying a word. It was amazing. Yeah, I liked. I have two that I, I really enjoyed. One was at the end of the first season when she was talking to him. Actually, when they were like restart, they started it. It was like the actual very end. He came mm-hmm. into the cafe. I like that whole interaction to give to give like a re- redo. And then I also liked when in the second season when her and the priest 
were sitting outside on the bench and having like that heart to heart. And he was like, I, I go on date, like we hang out and I make you laugh, but we're not going to have sex. And then he freaks out about the foxes. Mm. Yep. I love that whole recurring bit. And then at the very end of the last uh, episode, the fox walks up and she's like, he, he's over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's pivot to the second season then. I, I've never had, not since Danny DeVito and Always Sunny, have I had a character enter a show in the second season and win me over immediately. The priest. Right? The oh priest. My God. The, my, my brother's a pedophile. Yeah. But, but he, I never didn't love him. Like, I still think he's my favorite character on the show now. If he's in season three, if there is a season three, the priest is, he is cracking me up. So many things he said cracked me up. The biggest thing that cracked me up was when they were at the function outside, like the little fundraiser or whatever. And the guy goes, hey, this is my baby. And he goes, oh, I don't know how to talk to babies. And just walks away. Gotta <laughs> 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 be so, just the way he delivered it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Guy. I'd never seen that actor I, in anything before. Oh, he's. You should watch uh, Sherlock. It's a BBC okay. show. Like, he's he's in that for a couple of episodes. He's good. He he's a store brand Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he kind of. He's like the British Mark Ruffalo because he's big in like all their programs. Sure. Uh, okay. Um, you guys, I loved him oh, I, yeah. in the first episode. I wasn't sure if he was a good guy or a bad guy because she kept saying like he's not a fucking priest because he didn't act like one. And I was, I was obviously like, I think we're supposed to be like kind of cagey of like if he was or wasn't or what's what's his deal. But when he's out there and go get, grabs a cigarette with her, asks for one, and then he lights it up and she walks away and he says, "Oh, well, fuck you then." Yeah, <laughs> I love a good fuck you, and that was perfect. Man, kind of broke down the little barrier between them, and kind of you can tell it won her over right there. That dinner scene in season one, I was like, "All right, is this gonna, show going to have the same magic?" Sometimes you know. Especially, mm-hmm. especially this being Phoebe uh, Waller Bridge's like passion project, like it's her project, which I, always makes me more open or like uh, nicer going into something when I know that like she created, wrote, and is acting in this. Like it's hers. Yeah, I always I don't want to like rip it as much, or I'm just like more like okay, let's enjoy this. Like Tig Notaro had the same thing on Amazon where it was her show and. I didn't love it, but I was like, hey, it's like you can respect her. it at least. Yeah, yeah. I guess I just give more respect to it when I know that. But I, go ahead. sorry, go on. No, you're good. I, I was just gonna say I, I felt the same way like when I was starting the second season, even though like I was starting it because everyone was raving about it, and my girlfriend had been watching it. But I think your cons- your comparison of the priest to Danny DeVito is so spot on that like he completed the show. Like it wasn't yeah. bad in the first season. But it just went into like that next level once he joined. Yeah, yeah. I think it was quite. It was it was a huge risk going from what the first season was to what this season was, right? It was completely different like tone for the main character. Yeah, I don't think. Am, it I, was am really... I wrong in that? Uh, of course it was. It was the first one was like super depressing and like fighting her demons about what she had done, and this one it's like fighting her demons what she's gonna do. For anyone well, that listens to this was to just our... like continuing that arc. Like, she... yeah, but she was much happier this time around. It was just, yeah, it was. Just yeah, you don't, want, it wasn't... you don't want to see the same thing over and over. I understand that, but it's, it's real easy to fall in the place of this of this character who is down on herself and like fucking with her family. And in this season, she distanced herself greatly from her family, so it was just all her instead of all that. You know, it changed a lot about her. I think she grew up. 
I think she. Re- I know. That's she, like she, the point of the first season. She grew up in. Oh, I understand that, but it's if you love the first season, there's a lot of shit that's changed. You know, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it makes sense to me and, and you and, and Jimmy because we we follow the shit, but like a lot changed. It's not. It's not crazy to think that some people might fall off because it's like not the same show that they were used to watching the first season. Oh yeah, but I think it was just as good. I think I loved it. Yeah, I, I I like the second season more than the first. Yeah, I think so as oh. well. But yeah, I think so for me as well. The priest was amazing. The fox shit mm. cracked me up. Yeah, yeah. And just I like, love the priest. His take on his just overall outlook on life just cracked me up. I do have a quick update Such a for good guy. for everyone that listened to our Friday episode of of Headliners. I just saw the footage of Cuba Gooding Jr. grabbing that girl's boob. So, oh, like, shit, really? we were like, who knows if he did it? Who knows if he didn't do it? We should have known that there was footage out there of him doing it. <laughs> he, he did do it. So, uh, if you listen to the Friday if you listen to the Friday show, there's an update for you. Uh, <laughs> I really wish I reacted to half the shit I said. Oh, I'm going to pat myself on the back for just assuming he did it and saying he sexually assaulted that woman. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to Fleabag. I think the biggest, <laughs> biggest conversation we should have is uh, the fourth wall breaking. Uh, the way in which they broke, she broke the fourth wall in this show, and then the way he picked up way, on it, he, the way he could see her leave herself. And if we let's stick to part one, because I think the way she broke the fourth wall, and it's kind of just goes to her comedic timing. It was so good, it cracked because oh, yeah. it, it wasn't even always like quips or anything. It was just like she'd look at the camera and like roll her eyes and give a look, and then go back to the scene. But I liked classic, how, like, Jim like, Halpert eye rolls. But it was, I don't know how to explain it. It was more exaggerated than Jim Halpert because, like, you know that there's a camera. Like, we know we're watching a documentary. Mm-hmm. True. You, we don't know who she's talking to. Us. I thought she might be talking to her friend. She, no, it's talking to us. Yeah, it's, it's definitely us. Yeah, but for and a that's while, why I, I think didn't there know. shouldn't be a third season because, like, at the end, she's finally like, "No, I need to go live my life," and tells the camera, "Like, don't follow me." She's coping with a big disaster. She's yeah. created a uh, she's created an audience for herself to help cope with all that. Yeah. For a while, I I was trying to think like, is she is she like this like she's how she's talking to her friend who's not in her life anymore? No, never... see, like from the from the first season, that's what I thought too. But like the fact that it continues after she's like dealing with the guilt of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that. But I'm saying for a while, I was trying to figure out who she talked. Yeah. To. Is it us? Is it another mm-hmm. character yeah. or that? But she, the way mm-hmm. she just does it so quick, I thought it was really good. I thought I now, John, you guys watched both seasons more recently. In the first season, did she do it way less? And the second season, do it way more? Or is that just? Oh no, no. First season was all. I think first season was way, way more. Oh, I thought it was the same like, were, throughout. I thought there were so many scenes in the second season where it was like, character says something, she breaks the fourth wall. Character says something, she breaks the fourth wall. Character That's says like the whole like, first season too. Yeah. The lo- the lawyer scene, and then like another another scene with her sister. Yeah. Okay. I was just remembering it wrong. All right. I I loved it. I I think you. I think it's a really risky thing to do. Because it's so easy to do it so corny and bad. And, John, you said in mm-hmm. your gut reaction that they walked a fine line perfectly. And I think with mm-hmm. the fourth wall, it's also, like, a really risky thing to do. And they did it perfectly. Crushed it. And I think only she could pull it off because of the way she, her eyes and her mouth goes. Like, her facial expressions made that. Yeah, she knew she could do it. So what do you guys think mm-hmm. about him kind of 
seeing her leave the moment. That's what it really basically was in the end, right? Yes, it was like, like yes, yeah. That that's what it was. I. This is another reason why I think there shouldn't be a third season because I thought the second season was so good and it really, him being the only one to notice that she would go off in her own world, was like, it just proved to me they were like soulmates. It's just, but they were like star-crossed lovers. They just, it was the wrong time, wrong place. I th- I think if I had to put my writing cap on, which is not a good cap, uh, if if I had to assume what they were trying to say with this is saying that. Uh, She's been talking to us because she's been looking for someone to talk to and she's looking for someone she needs. And this guy comes along as the guy that she needs and she's talking to him. I like that. The whole time. I like that. That's cool. I nailed it. It was so shocking when when he did it, like he turned his head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> he screamed. He screamed at the camera. It was amazing. Yeah. And and then the one time That was the biggest laugh of the whole series for me. And then when uh when she forgot to turn, and he was like, "You just said this." I forget what the line was. Mm-hmm. That was oh, weird too. I nice neck. It was um that neck. Yes, that neck. that neck. Yeah, that was funny. I thought it was <laughs> really good. Uh, she was slipping up. Yeah. Uh, did you like yeah, the sister was... more in se- season two? The sister more in season two. I didn't like dislike her that like. Obviously, you're supposed to like root against her a little bit because like she and her sister were fighting, but it it was all like pretty understandable, even if I disagreed with it. See, I felt I, like I in, felt, se- in season one I didn't like her and I was rooting against her. In season two, I sympathized with her almost immediately. Yeah, I, I, w- I was rooting for her in season two for sure. Yeah, but I didn't dislike her in season one either. I thought that it was a great it was a great relationship they had. They were like combative sisters but they were still sisters and they cared a lot about each other i will say i think the um miscarriage does a lot to bring you over to her side in the beginning of the season well i think it's Big by time. design too the way it all happens of course it was because mm-hmm. it's also the miscarriage her lying and saying she had the miscarriage was the perfect way for her sister to realize what an asshole her husband was because everything mm-hmm. that he was saying to her was really hurting her, her or everything she yeah. was saying to fleabag was really hurting her feelings and he would never have said that to, to the wife. Also, I just have, love... He would have buttoned it up. Claire and Claire. The the Swedish Claire was so great. A few scenes he was in. Phoebe Waller-Bridge wrote the best jokes based off Claire's character. She has to have a real sister that's like that, or a, or a best mm-hmm. friend that's that personality, because all the bits that surrounded her sister were so funny. The Claire bit, like being mad that... She used her joke because she could have thought of her own. And then the yeah. fucking hairdresser bit was so <laughs> good. <laughs> She's like, show her the picture. <laughs> he shows the picture and they're like, okay, we're sorry. We're sorry. I'll be back next week. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was really good. I love that. Now, I'll be honest. I didn't. I, I turned the, the subtitles on finally for, for the last two episodes of season two. I had no idea. That we didn't know Fleabag's name. You don't know any of their I, names besides like her sister. Yeah, Claire. And then like in the in the wedding with the father, she's like, "Oh, I just call him Darling. What is his name?" I was like, "Yeah, I mean, well, his name's obviously uh, fuck. What the hell's his name? I couldn't figure it out." I, al- I also liked um, when the lawyer is knocking on her door. If you have the subtitles on, because she's like, "Yeah, oh, he's maybe he's a misogynist. His character name, uh, his character's name is maybe misogynist?" Question mark. <laughs> I love that. There's a lot. There's a lot of jokes going on, floating around subtitles. I had no idea about. 
Get into oh, a yeah. subtitle game. If only you had two guys trying to tell you for two years now. <laughs> I still don't like them. Just, you'll get used to them, and then you will like them. I don't know. I use them for, for British shows because I need it, and I need them. It's necessity. Okay, well, think of all the shit you're missing on... All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm working toward... Jesus, give me baby steps, okay? I'm coming, I'm coming over. It's been a long time. I'm coming over. Just give me some time. Let's get into our ratings and review okay. our ratings. All right. Um, popcorn. Five. I'll just say it. All I'm right. giving it a 4.5. Where did you get like the it. point? I really hated. Specifically. Specifically. It was one character in the first season, that toothy motherfucker. Oh, I hated worse. every scene he was in. Like I to the point that, where like, I, I saw that actor in another thing. Is his teeth that way? No, it was fake. Okay, good. Thank God for him. No, yeah, I just, I hated his character. And I understand you're supposed to, but it, like, there was a couple times where I was like, I, I don't like this. I want to, like, fast forward through these scenes. So, so uncomfortable. So I so. I hated the stepmom, Olivia Coleman's character, so much that I couldn't find humor in any of her bits. Really? When she told, when they were doing the portrait and she made her sit backwards. Yeah, I, I didn't think that was I w- funny. Either. I was more, I was more like hey. pissed about it because I like Fleabag. I don't like her character that I didn't even laugh. I was like, I hate this. I mm-hmm. thought that was a great bit. So the, the, yeah, there were a couple things because I also didn't like that. So like, there was just a couple things I had to knock it down. But I liked it a lot overall. I my favorite part about that whole scene was when she kept trying to turn like her head just a little bit, to talk to her sister, and she's like, no, no, face forward. <laughs> just correcting her. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> what, I did. Uh, what about you, Jimmy? What are you rating it? I'm going five. Like this is this is these are the shows I seek out. If you see any more shows of this elk, let me know because I I like love them. So mm. I gives it a five. The last two things we've rated, I've gotten five. Crazy, nice. huh? I mean, they've been good things. Yeah. All right. Next up, critical. This will be interesting. How so? Sheehan, you want to go first again? Sure. I'm going to be a little high. Because I, I... Okay. Head over heels with the show, for real. Uh, I'm going to be at 95%. Oof, that is high. I know. It's, it's a little high, but I mean, I'm sitting here... That's like got to be in your like, top five. I think it is. I'm gushing over this friggin' show. No, didn't he give Glow like a 97? Probably. <laughs> I love Glow, too. You love but... your female-led TV dramas. I'll, I'll get oh, you off the hook. I was giving it a 90. Okay. All right. Nice. That's good for you. Yeah. I gave it an 87. I didn't have anything when we first started talking, but I wrote it down while we were. I think it's a, oh. it's a very good show. Yeah. I kind of did talk points because it's just like a six episodes, 22 episode thing. See, I like, I think, I think brevity is kind of important for these things. Oh, it, of things it couldn't it, work any other way. So I, that's kind of unfair, but but, uh, See, I would, I would deduct points if it went too far and it had fluff in there. There was there was absolutely zero fluff whatsoever man, in the shows. There's the award ceremony and then the date with that lesbian woman. That was kind of fluff. The date? What? That was not fluff. That was pretty fluff. No, 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 no. That was that was what she needed to hear, man. But moving on. Okay. My favorite question. Wait, if that Ben gives Affleck us, was just, that gives it a ninety point oh. seven. Sorry. Okay. If Ben Affleck was in this series, who would he be? Is he toothy? No, there's only one right answer. 
he's Swedish Claire. <laughs> I want to see him do a really goofy Swedish no, accent. No, no, no. He's Martin. Who the hell's Martin? He's for sh- the the alcoholic uh, husband. Mm. I know he was, be- that guy I, was perfect. It's better in my head as doing goofy Swedish accent. But you know he'd be terrible at that. Oh yeah, that's why I want to see it. Yeah, there you go. Um, right. Oh, oh, what about what about in the first season? Um, the arsehole guy. Which arsehole guy? The guy who fucks her in her arsehole. Oh yeah, I I could see him doing that. But like he'd be mm-hmm. good in that role. I just want to see him like not good in it. See, I just like seeing him succeed. Sheehan um, has never given a score higher than a ninety-five. Really? Fuck. <laughs> Ugh. I guess you, you don't excited. really love movies, Shan. You have four 95s, and Glow is one of them. <laughs> um, what's the other two? Robin Williams documentary. Okay, what's the, what's the fourth one? Mudbound. Hey, I got a movie in there. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Rotten Tomatoes. What do you guys and think this has critically? Lady, and Lady Bird. Uh, Glow was a 94. I'm sorry. I think it's. Okay. I think critically, uh, it's an eighty-six. Shane, higher. I'm gonna go with my score, ninety-five. It is a one hundred percent critically. On Rotten Boom. Tomatoes. What do, yep. What do you guys think, uh, audience? Wait, wait. Is that? Let me make sense of that. Is that because there's not the people that are reviewing or the people that are seeking out these shows? Well, that, no, that's critical. critical. So I don't think so. Both the first and second season, a hundred percent. Critic rating. Fuck, good for Phoebe. I'm like happy for her. <laughs> right? What do you think uh, audience is, though? Audience is be a little low. I'll say 97%. Jimmy? Mm, 83. 85. And this one, it doesn't, it doesn't tell me, like, per season. It just gives me the overall for this. And it mm-hmm. is a 92. Good for her. Oh, I cannot believe I didn't hear about the show until like last week. I, I had never heard of it till last week either. It's crazy. I should have told you about oh, it. Crazy I mean, to me. We were we were I, when I the first season came out. We were definitely like recording Six Pack Cinema. I don't I think so. I think it came it. out like the year before. No, oh, it came out in 2016, right? Yeah, I think so. So that's the year before, right? Yep. Yeah, but it was in your brain. Before. You'd seen it before, and you didn't share that. So yeah, damn that's you. Go watch Flaked. Have you seen Flaked with Will Arnett? No. I'm, you should I'm, go watch that. Yeah. I'm going to uh, seek it out immediately. Yeah, go watch the first season of that right away. A lot yeah, of people... Wait. It is 2016. I just looked it up. A lot of people, when they watch Flaked, wouldn't understand it's a comedy at all. Like, people that don't get humor because the jokes... Yeah. They're the most subtle, dark... Not dark, but just subtle jokes that cracks me up, that show. I loved it. All right. Great. All right. That ends awesome. this review. Thank you guys very much for listening. We will be back next this Friday with Hollywood Headliners and next Monday with, do we know yet? The Dead Don't Die. Dead Don't Die is my pick, but we'll figure it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. We'll have to yep. we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on Instagram, Six Pack Cinema, Twitter, Six Pack Cinema, Facebook, Six Pack Cinema, and we will be soon have our own YouTube channel, Six Pack Cinema. Have a good uh, rest of your morning, day, or night. Yeah, and johnmoymini.com. Boom. Later, guys.